you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. With the 79th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New York J-E-T-E Jets select Ardarius Stewart, receiver, Alabama. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, presented as always by me, Undies. I'll tell you about those in a little bit. We have a lot to get to. Back from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I have declared it one of. The Keystone State's three best cities. So congratulations on that honor. Philadelphia, we are chock full of talent, ready to break down the draft. Here in Studio 66, we'll say proper hellos in just a minute. Matt Moneysmith, handsome Hank Hodgson, Cynthia Freeland, also Cynthia Freeland. Also. Also. I don't think you understand, Freeland, that if if this were a sitcom or this were a movie, yes. that's a special category that's carved out for you because it's like you get through above the line, as they say, above the title names, you know, like Damashek is that, you know, and I, that's the only person who gets above. Right. Well, actually, it's embedded. It's in, in the, the title. title. So it probably the, wouldn't even be. Not even need. Si- it's not Dave Seinfeld Damashek. starring Jerry Seinfeld. You're right. It's just Seinfeld. We don't need that. Just but then, But then we go through the other stars. But then there's the special place. Like right. Have you ever watched the Happy Days intro? You remember the Happy Days? There was a TV show, Cynthia, long before you existed here on the Big Blue Marble called Happy Days, you see. And it was a very popular program. And uh, at the end, they would go through everybody. It was the Fonz and, uh, you know. Uh, uh, and the little records. Yeah, and that record. And then at the end, a special category and starring Tom Bosley. What was his name? Tom Bosley? Yeah, Tom Bosley. Yeah, as Mr. Mr. Cunningham. Cunningham. So that's I'm how you basically are. Tom Bosley. It's what no, right. no, no, no. You're the special and, star. You're the and you're the uh, Father Downing mystery. Sometimes of the they're Dave doing it with football program and <laughs> guest star. Right here she is, a special category. Her face spinning in the record. Cynthia Freeland. 
I don't know why I almost did an English accent. You started. I started. And backed off. I want to talk about the city of Philadelphia. I want to talk about it all. First things first, muzzle tub and uh, well done, uh, Matt Money Smith. Great job uh, steering things here in Culver City. You as well, sir. California. Nah, that was uh, usual. You know, the interviews. That's the tough thing, man. These kids are freaking out emotionally, and you've got to sit down and try to corral them and ask questions that they're going to answer. you got people screaming in the background. I thought it was a bang-up job. Dave. Yeah, you did great steering that. That's a hard gig to sit there, you, Eisen, and those guys who are sort of uh, anchoring that spot and managing all the Mechanics. traffic and people talking in your ear Move the, whole the show. time. Move the show. Um, anyhow, we'll, uh, we, I want to say we'll, we'll do the intros and everything else. Just real quick, though, let's uh, just spin around. This is what everybody likes to talk about after a draft. We may as well not avoid it ourselves. Freeland, I start with you. You're a big winner. Or if you have seven winners, go ahead and uh, list Team them Team or off player. Here. Team, and we'll dig in further, but I just want to get just a, 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 you know, a little uh, – you know, appetizer. You know, like uh, when you're waiting in line. Sweat at, my whistle a little bit. Yeah, you want, and they come around and they give you the little, uh, the little uh, Amuse cup. Amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche. Right. We talked about this the other day. But, I mean, when, when you're waiting in line at a, at a good restaurant, they bring you the little, like, piece of cake. Amuse-bouche. Try to and amuse-bouche. Right, and amuse-bouche. Don't Do you know tell what that me means? about amuse-bouche. Do you know what it means, Dave? Amuse-bouche. Amusing bite. Amuse your mouth. It's something to just amuse your mouth. Your mouth might be like, I am bored and I want to get out of here. But then they'll amuse your mouth with something. You'll be like, oh, this is fun. I'll yeah. stick around. Excuse me. That's what she did. Yeah. Amuse bouche. Oh, Dave. Hey, All right. speaking um, of inappropriate uh, comments uh, taken out of context, uh, we were visited by our pals from Game Day Morning or one half of uh, – I'm sorry, Good Morning Football. I don't know why I always confuse those two titles. But anyway, Good Morning Football's Kay Adams – and Kyle Brandt, gangbuster stuff, uh, widely popular show. A lot of people have listened to it. I it's like when Happy you. Days and Laverne and Shirley kind of cross-promoted right. there for a minute. Precisely, precisely. Yep. Kyle Brandt said this, as a matter of fact. Since there's like a 0.5% chance my wife is listening like an astrophysicist, I'll put sex in the one hole. Okay. That's my Miles Garrett. <laughs> no, no, no. Said. No, it's no. No, see, no, you have to cut that uh, Bartlett behind the glass. I don't want the context. Yeah, I want it out the of context there. context out. I'll take that in the one hole. You understand? <laughs> I'll take sex in the one hole. I'll take sex in the one that's hole. That's what you're that's, looking for. That's it. Right. That's what we're trying to humiliate, Please. Kyle, is what we're trying to do here. <laughs> to the matter at hand. I'm not humiliating Kyle. Freeland, do it, go. Your team took uh, Jaron Davis. I think that's a great pick, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I, I don't know why some people seem – unenthused about that. No, I think that's a great pick, but I don't think they won the draft. Okay, who did? The Niners. The San Francisco 49ers. Good draft. excited about that? I mean, they essentially got the player they wanted at number two. One pick later, they ad- added a bunch of pieces that they needed. They got – I mean, they use that fourth round pick they added to jump up and get Reuben Foster. If which he's is, right, it would be a great pick. Honestly, like that's exactly what I was going to say. Like to me, like sometimes people think analytics is only about like having more picks. It's about having the picks that you want, your strategy. So if you think you're getting, and I saw a lot of accounts that said that uh, Reuben Foster was, I think their number three player on their big board. If you're getting your number three player in this, I mean, come on, you yep. trade back up to get him. That's great. I thought, and I love the way they humiliated the Bears after the draft too. That John Lynch <laughs> really? is like. Yeah, we we thought they were going up to get Solomon Thomas. <laughs> when That's the team the you trade with assumes that <laughs> you're making the trade to take their player, <laughs> and then you don't, and they're like, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> it really does yeah. point. Why out. would you do that? By yes. the way. I, 
Because they, I, questions I've that'll heard, never be answered. I've heard rumors that they thought that the Browns were also trying. Oh to no, I didn't it. mean it literally. I oh, just okay. was like the bear, the the Niners would be saying, "Wait, what? What do you what do you guys think?" <laughs> <laughs> the visual of like uh, Lynch with the phone and his yeah. hand over the mouth part, looking like, at Shannon. Oh my God! What do you? Should I wait like five more seconds? <laughs> Hold on, Kyle's freaking out. <laughs> All right, we'll do the deal. What does it say about, uh, or is it just an indictment of pace or what? It, or, or about people I, who are making these decisions that a newbie like John Lynch could come in riverboat, hey. gamble you right out of, out of here, here that's a, that that's, a, that's a Stanford man, John like, Lynch. You know, that's the brains at work right there. I think they actually took a class together, Solomon Thomas. And, they yeah. did? Yeah, so a class together. So my, Ballroom they, dancing. If they really, truly thought someone was going to try to take Mitchell Trubisky and they really, truly wanted him, then they go up. The thing that I want people to stop saying, and I like, I'm going to get on your Mount Pies, where, stop saying, in five years, if he's the starting quarterback, we'll all be whatever. Like, got it. That's about true of every yeah. single draft pick ever. Like, don't ever say that again to me. I'm, I'll poke my eyeballs out if I hear Well, it. it's also the same thing as, I mean, everybody experiences this in their fantasy drafts every uh, late August, too, is somebody is enamored of one guy, and they draft him in the second round. It's like, hey, great pick. That guy, no matter what, would have been there in the eighth round. So if I, I don't care if he succeeds or not. It still isn't wise yeah. based on the slot that you're grabbing him. You could have gotten him for the same without giving up anything. Exactly. That's exactly. number three. It's right. likely That's that exactly. he would have been there right. at number three. Hey, he ends up being an all-pro quarterback. Oh, shush. No, it still will be bad because you didn't need to give away <laughs> everything else to right. get him. That's exactly Especially it. one pick. If they'd gone up ten picks, then you give away that stuff, and then Five. you think, okay, you right, really you, had to go out there and, and then do you're that. Like, well, I but don't one pick, ultimately, like the 49ers had made did it? Was it? Did anyone in this room buy? I get that they spent the entire week before talking about how much they like the quarterbacks. Did anyone buy that? No. No. Fake news. No, I, right. I did buy the the idea though that the Browns were interested in him and were interested in trading back up. I, I did buy that. You know, I, I a, didn't a little bit. They would trade back up to two. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that. Now that you know, I guess to to not to necessarily push back against what you're saying, um, I do think that that's the way that Ryan Pace will play it is, look, we felt like we had to get him. We had to eliminate. And if, if that's and, and I'm it. not saying I agree with what they did or the pick they made, but his point will be, we and believe it, that the Jets point. were willing to trade up, that the right. Browns were willing to, and we wanted to make sure. We knew that pick then, was up for auction. And I totally that's all we separate to that pick, put all of that stuff aside. What about Mike Glennon? Why did you go and spend the money on Mike Glennon in free agency? Yeah. What was, I've heard what was the thing? About his great leadership. mentor. And his, great like, mentor for the kid. Great <laughs> quarterback. No, no, no. I mean, I've, I've heard like a lot of great things. People want to play with him, like free agents calling. Up teams being like, hey, I actually want to, I want to play with Mike Glennon, really? things like that. He has this. I don't have a that, job. I want to play with Mike Glennon. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, like, that's... I don't know. I like I've heard a lot of great things. I don't know. To me, I don't think any of it's bad. I just think maybe you know when you're kind of navigating these fake storylines, like it just it felt more real to us that you, we didn't think that. I mean, I didn't hear. I believed Solomon Thomas was going to you. Let me say this: a few things. That's First nice. of all, about uh, about the Bears are a little bit, I think, in football America's uh, perception at large about teams that can never land a quarterback. People, I think, target more the Browns and the Jets, and they. Uh, I, I know money coming from uh, Chicago and uh, Freeland. Uh, you're an NFC North wonk as well, so so you're fully aware of these things. But I think people forget yeah. the Bears a little bit. But Jim McMahon's the best quarterback they've. And what does that say? And he was pretty, or Jay Cutler. And he was the, pretty average. 
Yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean you, have to, you can go back to Sid Luckman and play, Sid, right. Sid Luckman and play that game. But this is an unresolved issue yes. for that 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 transcends our all our lives, and not just yours, Freelance, even oldies like uh, yes, like uh, Ben Sevens, like Mike Tomzak, Jim Tom McMahon, Zach is the one for uh, me. Tom Moses Zach is Moreno, the Steve Stenstrom, Cade McNight. I mean, think about that list. It, it's it's an insane. You it is Cordell. Cleveland. Yes, Rick Meyer. <laughs> right. Rick Meyer that you traded at first, the number nine overall pick, I think, is what they traded to get Rick Meyer. Uh, it, it's it is a Browns esque list when you, it, it it absolutely it really is, is. It, and and it, I don't think it's a coincidence. Maybe you can talk me all out of this opinion, but I really don't think it's a coincidence that those three teams that I just named, who probably are, maybe I'm forgetting another franchise, but those are the three that just cannot solve their quarterback situations. And it seems not a coincidence that they're the ones who are always trying to get the Freaking out. They always go crazy, and instead they don't do the staid and uh, sensible thing of not getting seduced by their need and instead waiting for the right situation. Yep. Reaching for Mitch Trubisky, played one season. This guy weird. is absolutely – you got to have – this is it. This is what's going to solve the whole thing. It seems it seems uh, a little optimistic, in my opinion, instead of looking at how the teams that succeed drafting the best player available. This is the way to go year after year. When you know in December that, that there's either, no quarterback though. worthy yeah. of the first and second overall pick. I, think I, you, I think you create a strategy and you execute it. It just seemed like they changed strategy mid-course. I, I think exactly. what – what, what franchises draft for need season to season as opposed to drafting well, best available I, that are that are successful? But, I, well, but, it was but the idea then you trade to the position to get the, the need that most closely – you know what I mean? Like I think it's a little bit of both. I right. don't think you just take the best available. Like, you know, you know the most interesting really part of it receiver. for me was is hearing Mitch Trubisky – well, was, was – I think the disorganization of the whole thing. Yeah, Mitch so Trubisky, like, I never met with them outside of the combine. I didn't, the I didn't have a didn't workout with them. I didn't meet the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator. John Fox. Wait. John Fox. Wait, well, who are we taking? What? Right. I didn't, I didn't know we were taking. That, that would be a little alarming to me yeah. if I were the owner of the Bears. And they were like, oh, so the general manager didn't talk to the coach, and the kid never worked out with our offensive coordinator or quarterback? Coach, so they've, and also by got, the, they've also got a weird situation there where they're one of two teams that – so Ryan Pace came from the Saints. The Saints pay their guards more than their tackles. They've got a unique quarterback with different – he's a little shorter. He's more more mobile. So they overpay, they pay more for guards than tackles. That's atypical. Everyone else in the, in the league pays more for tackles than guards except Chicago. Now that's super weird because Glennon is very tall and he can see over that – but he's not super – at least – any, I've never seen any evidence of him being really mobile quarterback. And then you have Mitchell Trubisky, who is a little bit more normal-sized in terms yeah, like of quarterback. like 6'2 and change. Right, whatever. like yeah. a normal-sized quarterback. But I, I haven't seen a ton of evidence that he's super mobile either. either. And you have this guards more than tackle yeah. strategy. It seems like it's a straight – it's like a little bit of this, a little bit of this. I don't know the whole thing. I've never seen their whole – you know, their internal workings. But it just seems like a disjointed strategy that changed course. And that's what seems odd. A couple uh, – uh, yes, I right. That is an interesting uh, little bit of dysfunction, given the uh, what what your roster, uh, the the strong suit of your roster, and I do think either way, like we've been talking about for two months now, I do think that that roster is kind of ready to succeed, relatively speaking. But who's I don't, the, who are the wide receivers? 
Well, that was what I was just about to say here. Built the way they are. John Fox, year three, that defense was showing signs. To me, clearly, you're talking about best player available. Well, then you should have taken Jamal Adams. And then I, I really made that, I thought they then were really taking ma- Solomon Thomas or Jamal Adams. Just make that defense dominant or close to it, at least. Especially, I know people always say this, but it is relevant. in your. If you're going to draft for need, draft for the perennial problem for your team, which is Aaron Rodgers. Draft to combat the right. best player in your division. One, Jamal Adams would have been nasty in the NFC North. Yeah. I would have been like, oh my goodness, or, stay away. Or, if you are going to draft need, Who's your favorite receiver at there, Bears? Go get that. Now, if Kevin White comes back, or how about O.J. Howard? How about go get O.J. Howard and may, and give Mike Glennon a chance think, to succeed wait, wait, with Jordan wait. Howard? I love, the, I love the tight end they picked. Adam Shaheen's and by the way, there was out of Ashland. He's a great pick, 6'6", giant guy, huge red zone target. I actually think they did a great the, job. The, the interesting it. thing about it, about the trade, too, is that, uh, you know, I don't know if, if any of you heard this, but there was some scuttlebutt going around that the Bears had really fallen for Christian McCaffrey. That even though Jordan Howard had this great year that they envisioned, okay, we get a kick returner, a punt returner, we can play him all over the field, and pairing him up with Jordan Howard is really – so when they made that trade, and this is what's funny, and, and obviously I didn't watch the, the ESPN coverage, uh, and I was able to, to rewatch our so – I don't think they even did it this year. When, they didn't have enough people. <laughs> when, the, oh, when the trade was made. Oh, oh, when the trade Dang. was made. What, that's me- that's, that is mean spirit. When the wow. trade was made, I know oh, that's so mean our, to say something uh, mean about the world. For our NFL.com coverage, I'm sitting in the room with Bucky Brooks and uh, Lance Zerline on our NFL Network coverage uh, with Mike Mayock and Daniel Jeremiah and Charles Davis and Rich Eisen. And I, again, I, I have not seen the Evil Four Letters coverage or the playback of it, but not a single person, when you think about the haul that was given up surmised that, well, this has to be for a quarterback. If you're giving up two-thirds and a fourth to move up one spot, obviously not a single person went down that path. We're like, I said, really that much for Jamal Adams? Man, that seems like a lot. And then they're like, yeah, maybe it's Solomon Thomas. They know they liked him. Yeah, put him on the line with. I mean, that's yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, the pick comes, and everyone is just gobsmacked, dumbfounded. And, and Bucky watching. leaned back in his chair, mouth agape, and I said. Bucky, you're going to have to say something here. This He's like, I'm, st- I'm still processing I mean, the, this. He's I'm like, talking about the five years. Ooh, in five years, if. Oh, in if you five say years, that to me again, here, I'll, Here's ugh, the much more it. likely thing. Five years from now, uh, the Bears look back and say, I can't believe we, we passed on Jamal Adams. And in the meantime, talk about drafting best available. John Lynch probably, you know, I think a little too much made out of like, well, he's a defensive guy, so he's drafting no, defense. No, stop it. But I think, talk about, they are, that's already a position of strength for them, but to double down, triple down now, I mean, they should they should be nasty, at least defensively. To just piggyback, uh, I guess, on, uh, before we get off the, the 49ers thing, um, you know, I, anybody that outside of those that specialize in the draft that pretends like they know who all these players are, they don't. Of you know, I know a lot of the Pac-12 guys, you know, because that's pretty much what I cover, and I do some play-by-play of Pac-12 teams. So when it comes to the 49ers, um, I can speak to Solomon Thomas, how dominant he was in the Stanford game that I called. But the, the player that really stands out to me from that draft that separates them, because I didn't like the Beathard call, the play at all, that I did not understand um, at quarterback, is uh, Joe Williams. And for people that aren't yeah. familiar with Joe Williams' story, had some issues, um, made his way out to uh, out to Utah, quit the team. Their starting running back gets hurt. They're off to a great start. Kyle Whittingham, who's one of the best coaches and one of the most liked coaches, calls him up, says, Joe, come on, man, we need you. Our running back's down. Can you come back? Comes back to college football and just puts on a show and is 
freaking great. And I am so interested for a, a coach, a head coach that is coming from an offense that featured both Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman to now have Carlos Hyde and Joe Williams back there and just yep. this punishing Boy, attack. great call. It's gonna, that's going to yeah. be a really cool Great call. One. And Reuben Foster, I'll just Ruben say, yeah. from the awesome. Steelers' perspective, I was sure. I was sure, knowing that they wanted Jaron Davis, I was sure it was going to be Reuben Foster there, and instead they go Teej Watt. We'll see how that works I, out. Teej. I was like, I thought the Lions could maybe get Reuben Foster, and I was like, because it would be so exciting. And then they took Davis, and I was happy. Don't get me wrong. I was Well, our happy pals Ike Davis. and Maurice are sold on, uh, on, on Davis. They, no, they, I, I agree. They, but, no, no, no. But oh, I they're wanted, not sold like, on Davis. Yeah. I wanted someone – I wanted for my lines, I wanted like – angry. Foster's like a different – I'll say anger. winners because they didn't fall prey like the Bears did this year. I, kudos to the Browns and Jets for not doing what they do almost every year, which is reach for a quarterback and instead go best player available. It seems like the Browns – You mean really to tell me out. that a trio of Whedon, Quinn, and Manziel is reaching? <laughs> is that what you're saying there? Handsome, quickly, because I want to get to the yeah. intros now. Who's your winner? My winner is um, my favorite player in the NFL, Octopop. Uh, uh, Philip Rivers, who they the the Chargers instead yes. of go, going to grab the guy that's going to replace him, they they went all in, all the chips on Phil Rivers and got him two guards to look after him and a big receiver to throw to, which is what he does best. I think, think about I think that, that offense. Like Darnold, I, I think that offense Rosen, would be fun. Darnold, yeah. Rosen. How? Right. What is the state? Would you say Freeland of the Chargers O line? Because that's the issue to me. As long as as long as you keep seventeen clean. That I mean, that off that that they're going to challenge I, the Raiders. I second what he said. Right. I don't think it's even close. I don't think it's even close because the Chargers are a team that we're picking in the top ten because of injuries. The last two yeah. years they have been hammered by injuries. If you look at their the end result Talent of those games, is. those games are within three points, four points. Those oh, losses yeah. that they have amassed are seven points or less in darn near eighty percent of them. To pick up Mike Williams, and yep. you think of what Phillip Rivers can do with big receivers, and that guy had to go get some nasty thrown balls way off target from the, Deshaun the, Watson. I don't understand the, the – the, the, I would say it's a majority opinion that people are knocking Mike Williams. He's going to be great. Oh, okay. I mean, wait, wait, wait. It's a little chicken, a little egg about Clemson, right? So Deshaun Watson, they, those receivers ran routes that are like, like you know, street ball routes. Like they weren't precise, they weren't clean. Because you know what? When you're Mike Williams, you can jump higher than everyone else. You kind of don't have to. He's Des Bryant. So they're not 50-50 balls. They're 80-20 balls, Mike right. Williams. Because That's what those his, balls are with that guy. His jump ball percentage was better than anyone else's in this class. Yeah. And then if you look at so like Deshaun Watson, everyone knocks all those interceptions. He had 17. But look at obvious passing downs: third and 10 plus, right? Third and 10 plus, no interceptions, three touchdowns, which is usually maybe one you see for other quarterbacks, and like something like 400 yards in that situation. So, like to me, it's a little chicken and a little egg on first or second yeah. down when they were throwing because you, you kind of don't, you kind of are. It's well, a I mean, bit I, and I love that you you asked about the offensive line, right? Yeah. So you know, Forrest Lamp, Dan Feeney. Yep. Feeney's, Feeney's nasty. really good. He is nasty. Those Forrest Lamp. Who, and, who, and, and, who, didn't who's talk, yours? Just, so exactly. Other who's your your favorite college football team? No, your second, alma mater. Second favorite. Second favorite. It's your right. alma mater. What's your first favorite? The Pitt Panthers, represented by James, James Conner. Conner. Everybody's yeah, exactly. favorite story in the 2017 draft. It is, draft. It is great. He gets to stay in the so, in Heinz Field. How great. So think about the Chargers, right? When you look at their average points per game, their offensive production, and you ask about the offensive line, that offensive line's been terrible. I mean, right. from on paper when you look at it, and yet Phillip Rivers is throwing for 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns, right. and now they sign Okun. And you can say whatever you want about Russell Okun and Matt Slauson at center, but Still an Mark Stale at the other – they're all upgrades. You plug these two rookies in at guard. Watch. Dave, Dave, Dave's been calling for this one, and now this the draft is, double down – the Raiders are going to have a real challenge yep. in the AFC they sure West. Are. Mm -hmm. They um, sure are. 
All right, now all right. let's get there to we it. We'll, we'll dig right. in further. Right. We're not. That's not. That's not it. We're not done. Not it. We're not oh, done. Oh, 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 okay. And here's the uh, other. Okay. I got more news for you too. I got a message for you, Capitals. I got. You, you do oh, that to the best boy. player in the world. You yeah. think that's the way to win a series? Jane the Devil. Was it clean? Which one? You know it. Which of the seven hits? You know it was clean. All right. Listen. Let's say hello to people properly. We'll start off. With our main man seated, the oh, not not uh, handsome Hank, Emma VP talking in the microphone. Did you have a good time, Emma VP, in Philadelphia? You got to be with uh, your fella. You got yes. with your family. Her, you I met her fella? Uh, no, 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 no. She <gasps> not introduced. She didn't. No, no, no. Bartlett not met her him. Way. Bartlett met him. <laughs> handsome devil, Bartlett. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, that was a hesitant. Yeah, he's wow. Devil, I'd be upset with that. He's a good-looking fella. Who's, Listen, wh- I, mean, I have who, very high standards for Emma BP. So who feels, based on your eyeball test there, Bartlett, who is the lucky one of the two out of that? You know what I mean? Oh, he he is all the way. Yeah. Good answer. Well played. Good answer. I appreciate well it. See, that was a that was a, give you the family feud. That was a test. Yes, Good that's answer. right. Hans. Good answer. Good, Good answer. answer. As I advise you, the pro tip in life, when people ask you hypotheticals, as I, hey, would you ever run into a burning building to save someone's little kitty? Like, yeah, of course I would. Of course. You don't, no one's actually saying, well, good, because there's a burning right. building now right go, behind you. Now, now go get out. Well, check. You should check first. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, do look over your do shoulder Do look around before. and make sure there aren't any then burning buildings. always say what's going to please the people in the room. <laughs> Come on, make yourself look good, right? Well, when that happens, though, you just run away. Yeah. Just take off in the other direction. You'll never see those people again. <laughs> Yeah, and just to be safe, push them into the fire. <laughs> There's go. no way. Off yeah. to you. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. The dead men tell That's no it. tales. All right. Let's say hello <laughs> to uh, to one half of the best radio show oh, in all the land, Petros and stop Money it already. Show on uh, 570 AM in L.A. or on iHeartRadio. It's Matt Money Smith. Skinny legs, a golden voice, a play-by-play Boy, that re- yeah. that song really took has, off, right? Is much better yeah. now that uh, the one man house. Well done, Dick Banks went in there and uh, you know made it a little more raw. Yeah. raw. We had uh, the thing you missed out on in Philadelphia money. Uh, we did have cheesesteaks. The night okay. we landed, the guy picked us up and said, "Like, well, you, you guys need steaks? I'll call them in. We'll pick them up on our way." And we had them in the car. I mean, oh, within, that's great! Within Eleven minutes of uh, of being in Philadelphia. Well, we how do you how do you take your steak? Uh, well, I followed the lead of Colleen Wolf, native to Philadelphia. She said, uh, you got to get uh, American with. And that's yeah. what I did. And what was fascinating is what really makes it sing. And, you know, I've, I'm, I've been cynical because I'm from the uh, the left side of, of the Keystone State, a.k.a. the right side. You know, I mean, you know. It's the left, but it's the right. But it's the right. Left is right. Right. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, I, I don't want to love Philadelphia, and I do give it high marks. Beautiful city. What a go, what a really uh, the the architecture is wonderful there, and the row housing is great. Really makes you feel like you're in a Rocky picture. Um, but what's what's weird is the cheese. It blends with the bread. You can't set. You can't distinguish no, the two. That's why right. you get it. That's why you get the American. It melts better. It's it just goes all. It's cheese. infused yeah. into the bread by the time you consume it. And you got to go with. 
Done. I did the only downer of the Philadelphia experience for me really was everybody kept saying you got to go to the something terminal. Reading Terminal. Reading Terminal. I spent a lot of time there. Handsome, I, you and I were supposed to go. You, and I could, you, you turned me down thrice. I'm a busy man. No, and so I, I did try to run there. And as I literally walked in the door, they were pulling all the oh. food. It's, it's, you know, it's like a food court, yeah. a grand food it's court. Incredible. So I didn't get my roast pork, which means I, I now have to get go it back. for you. And? It was delicious. With Broccoli Rob? Broccoli Rob, hot peppers, and cheese. Holy hell. Mm. I'm sad I missed that. Handsome. I'd be I, too. We did squeeze in a Wednesday night uh, just to update everybody. We did. Uh, we, did we did continue our uh, our culinary tour. Our culinary tour across football America. We snuck one in after rehearsal on Wednesday night. We we ran off, and then all of a sudden, Ike Taylor was uh, was in on it. Colleen Wolf, the four of us went. Many out. great stories were shared. Ah, uh, I mean. I mean, too many to tell. A meese and a nice little, ta- a nice little uh, Philly neighborhood there, right out. You know, we, we. Uh, Did Hank order a? Uh, of course, a me oh, means friends, and that's really what it was about. What that's was it? Really. What was that last part? Ami. Ami. Oh, Ami. The word yes, Ami, French. which is the uh, name of the restaurant we were at, gotcha. means friends. Did you and order it, a uh, like a two hundred dollar bottle of uh, Bordeaux? Have like a Bordeaux <laughs> there, and have like half a glass, and then you say, "All right, are we ready to go then?" Wait a minute. The bill just came, and it says that this wine you picked out, Hank, was two hundred dollars, and now you, you just want to leave. We had half a glass. We had half a bottle left when you were ready to pull up steaks we, out of that Texas steakhouse. I don't know if you house. remember. We had already had one. Bring of those us your finest. That's Bring exactly us your finest. What it was. What's your most it was expensive bottle? It was the second bottle. It was the second and he's bottle. pulling up steaks and ready to leave. I'm like, what are you doing? I was gonna take it with me. One no, you road, were not. You were getting out of there. I made you drink it standing up. I'm a classy continental sort, so be sure you bring us your most <laughs> expensive right. bottle. Two bottles. Times two, two bottles. if you would. You liked it. Squared. No, I liked it less when I noticed we were leaving after we got the bill and they were 150 bucks a bottle. My pounds stay in my pocket. I have. In my trousers. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll defer for payment to my much. Yes. Uh, what? My more affluent American pals. That is not what happened. But thank you, Dave, for making up a little Let's story. say hello to him now. Yeah. No, All no, the way from London, England. That's not. He is our resident Miami Dolphins fan who somehow didn't make a lot of noise. It's weird. I don't have a sense of that draft. Maybe we can shed some light on it here going forward on today's episode. That's fair. It's Handsome Hank. I think it's a good draft. Thanks. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Handsome, what was your favorite anecdote Ike shared that night? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm to shit you. Well, um... I know it had it had uh, to do with um, actually re- related to wine. How the corks from wine bottles a good way of telling the quality of the wine. Ah yes. <laughs> Yes. Compared well, to the bottle itself. Well done. Well, call well, me whatever you want to call well me, done. just don't call me collect. <laughs> I, I won't. Is that collect with a K? Yes, that's <laughs> how he likes it. Yep. Uh, and then uh, from uh, Motor City, she's our resident Lions fan and our uh, you know fancy numbers. I uh, think the best way to describe her is she's our also. I'm the also. <laughs> she's, also. she's always here to synthesize it for us, everybody. Here she is, Cynthia Freeland. It's Mary Ann's daughter here to steal the show. Back in the day, she had a mullet with the funky flow. Running marathons for her fitness goals. On the DDFP, she got the stat control. Cause when it comes to the numbers, she's a gunslinger. She do the math in her head, she don't count fingers. No one to question.
Washington numbers, she'll lay waste to you. She's from Michigan, yo, it's Cynthia. I would like to point out that one of the two receivers, those are two SD receivers that are in my that are in my in your video. video. For those, uh, yeah, one's a Raider and the other one's a about that? Yep. Really? So, Who are they? And and I actually ran faster than both of them. So Who were they? I should be in the league. One is um, Isaac Whitney, and then the other one um, I'm going to need some help with. I didn't see him. I, I had no idea. Just I was sign not with the Lions. Attention. Come on. It, it's, it's, it, come By back the to way, some second. people, you know, this thing, I, I, as I always say, uh, uh, accuracy is important at quarterback position, but I think it's a little overstated. I am not saying it's irrelevant, but – some of the best quarterbacks Daquan in the 21st Hampton. century. Oh, Daquan Hampton. Mm-hmm. NFL quarterbacks don't have to be lethally accurate. Yes, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are and were, but that's not the that's certainly not the the uh, the chief virtue of Cam Newton or Ben Roethlisberger, and they've made out all right. So too, hear me now, believe me later. Will Deshaun Watson. Watch out for Deshaun Watson in the NFL. He's the best quarterback. Yeah, I have a you. pretty good little track record. Handsome, back me up. Oh, uh, boy, every time. This when I happen. declare who's going to be the best quarterback. Track Let's I go do through declare. it. Let's go through it. Derek Carr. Zach Mettenberger. Zach Mettenberger? You were all over the Mettenberger oh, train. Um, uh, I, I like uh, what's this. his name? Keep going. Keep what's going. his name? Who are you talking about? The other Texan quarterback who, whose alarm clock doesn't work. Ryan Mallett. Ryan uh, Mallett. Yuck. Another one, one of your, yuck. another one of yuck. the guys yuck, that you yuck, picked yuck, out yuck. a He's long time ago. Player. Go ahead. Yep. Keep going. Um, I said Jay Cutler would win the NFL MVP five years ago. In that game. It's not awarded. five years ago. It's three years ago. No, it was when the Steelers went eight and eight. So that sounds like a pretty good track record. But carry on. But you, sorry, you blow your trumpet. I want to hear what you were about to say. Trumpet. Trombone. Before the Steelers drafted or like in 2004, <laughs> before 2004 draft, I did say Roethlisberger would be the best. That's because it was the Steelers. <laughs> I just said before the Steelers drafted him, you creep. That's uh, not Blake what Bortles. I heard. Blake Bortles. Oh, oh he reminds me a lot of Ben hey, Roethlisberger. He's going to be the man. He's got his. He, they I like his fifth year option. So you know. I said Jameis over Mariota. That's still up in the he air. He does. Okay. So, you're, so you're maybe, maybe 40. Oh, my Let me goodness. just say something to you. Wait a minute. Let me just Shaq. tell you something. He doesn't Shaq, this is worth, you. I think this is worth interrupting you. I believe we have a special present for you. you I'm, oh, yeah? Uh, we'll get to it in a minute. But I want to say this to you. He doesn't respect you. The Blake, here, here's why you must, like anybody else's. What? What? Listen, if these professional scouts whose, whose careers are devoted to evaluating players sure. – are allowed to to go 40% accuracy and not be taken to task, I get to put an asterisk yeah. next to my quarterback oh, no, projection. Yeah, exactly. RG3 and this is going to change the game. What, he's gonna, what he can do is going to change the revolution of the NFL. You mean he took, he took RG3 that, over that Andrew Luck? That is true. That's another took, one as he well. He took RG3 over Andrew Luck. No, he said that no. when, when RG3, two games into his rookie season, what this guy's doing – Every team. Oh, you're misremembering. You're mis. I said that about Kaepernick. He's got the accent. I trust. First the guy of all, I accent. said that about Kaepernick. And and two, the larger point is, I can't. The thing I can't evaluate is what they do off the field. I, I, what do I know? What Ryan Mallett's up to? If if he's, I don't know if Blake Bortles is supposed a, to know. Is absorbing the playbook properly in his free time. I don't know that. I I can't tell you that physically. The eyeball. Why else Cal do you think a six-foot-four guy with a cannon for a hose ended up going into the uh, fourth round? 
I mean, of course, he had some off the field issues that they're uh, running. I knew Mallory. about that, Somebody but cut I have the soundbite of a cannon you know for what? a hose because that can be taken out <laughs> of context. Kevin has a hose. Yeah, <laughs> that a was cannon for a hose. That was one of the yeah. great career highlights. That was a great moment. Cynthia, I asked uh, Kevin Costner. He was uh, doing draft day uh, talk, and so he came on. Uh, and uh, at the end of it, I asked him if he wanted to have a catch, and he said yes. And we did have a catch with a football. And it's as it great. turned out, it was great. Boy, he could whip it. He really could. He brought yeah. it across the studio. Lethally accurate, unlike <laughs> Roethlisberger, Newton, and Deshaun Watson. All right, let's get to it. All right. I hear tailed it uh, at long last. I don't know Yay! why. I'm, I'm the last one to, to Save do Save the this. best for last. It's my, uh, my name's on the show. Why, why was Matt Money Smith have an intro? What's Patrick Clayby? Oh, this you is have, it? You have a this show up. Yes, Wait, you have an intro. Let's hear it. Go. Well, hi and hello, it's your old pal Dave. A TV writer, now he's king of the airwaves. The doctor of must that ain't playing no games. Except the game called Life. Best remember his name. Mount Pius, the righteous, but come on down. He's got original bits, yeah. not another countdown. A tale right into, don't you know that's the truth? Only reppin' 66, yeah, Mario Lemieux. <laughs> this man's a love skunk with tips for your date. He rolls four kids deep, you know he procreates. <laughs> well, your favorite <laughs> shit's a lot to say. So just call him Shaq, now they take it away. I love the Procreate slide. Oh, that's great. I like that very much. Thank you to the one-man house band, well Dick Banks and Dan well done, Dick Banks. and Bartlett and Spaghetti, Woo! everybody putting that together. Well done. Cheers and kudos. Well I want to give a couple of quick snap notes that I just took down here. I appreciate the uh, the accuracy in representing in uh, animation. If you're listening, of course, you'll have to we'll, – we'll tweet that out for you or we'll put it on social media so you can take your look at Damashek and beyond. But uh, – uh, but so you got the kids right. You know, you got their hair color right and everything. That looked great. Um, it is Mario Lemieux, not Mario. But, yeah, it's fun. What a jerk. Yeah, that's on Dick, you know. <laughs> what, a, what a jerk. <laughs> great work. Very nice. All right, so that's my note. When will we play that now going forward? Whenever again. All our video shows. Ne- never again. Whenever we want. That was we'll put Whenever that on Twitter, Twitter for it. Hope I you enjoyed it. it. I liked it. I liked it. The love skunk. I wrote it for you, Dave. It was very, uh, it was very DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. (laughs) Parents just don't understand. Ooh, that's my takeaway. um, All right, let's dig into the show. Thanks very much, MVP, and uh, and right now we're going to start the show. Well, I mean, dig in some uh, a little bit further here. Uh, let me ask you something. What's the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off? Underwear, indeed. Make your most important piece of clothing the best it can be. With me undies. What is me undies? Oh, just seriously soft, feel good undies delivered right to your door. Me undies are designed in Los Angeles and made from sustainably sourced micro modal A fabric, three times softer than cotton, and they are very, very, very soft. I can uh, I can assure you. Me undies softer than soft. Lugs undies come in an ever changing selection of classic colors, bold shades. And adventurous patterns. And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save. That's because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash NFL2017, and get 20% off your first pair. Go ahead, revamp your underwear drawer. Once again, MeUndies.com slash NFL2017, MeUndies.com. Slash NFL 2017. I did write down a note though to uh, to discuss ESPN. Does anybody have any thoughts on that? Freeland, you worked there. 
Do you yeah. care? Is that, is that, is that, or should we I do care. more draft talk? What do we think? Let's take a hand. I think mode. a quick uh, anal- bit of analysis from Cynthia. I never worked there, but uh, it's certainly sad to see our contemporaries. Uh, it's a bad no day for our employed. industry. Yeah. It's a bad day for our industry as a whole. When you know you see the business model changing, so I completely understand that whenever business model changes, like in any business model, you have to make cuts and you have to make. I was there in 2015. I had just kind of gotten to know some people, and they had 350 people leave, and it was gut-wrenching and horrible. I actually don't like the Pittsburgh Pirates because of this, because they had this consultant come around and tap people and be like, meet me in the room next to the Pittsburgh Pirates room. So honestly- Holy it, hell. Yeah, it was like a, it was a terrifying- Ugh, Get your a, playbook. And that was, and, and, uh, no, seriously, to, yeah. like it was, it was very much like that. That's, again, that's why I'm like, Pirates, because it, it's bad association. Um, seeing your friends go through something difficult is never- easy seeing people I you know I have to give credit to a lot of people who they were flown to locations for the draft um, coverage told on uh, a morning and then asked to do a show right after why I don't understand that what what is the thought behind that I think it's because they tried to minimize like there's always going to be people somewhere so there, you know, I I don't know, but all I know is that they had a lot of well, class. Well, could have waited a few days and then done it P- yeah. today you instead would of last week. That's a weird move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, I like whatever. I I can't opine on those decisions. That's a different podcast. And would you well, opine on this? If Cynthia Freeland were still at ESPN until last week, would you have survived it? Well, on one hand, <laughs> probably not. Because you know uh, they the other they they hired a predictive analytics person after me who wasn't renewed, um, but on the other hand I was kind of cheap so maybe they keep me around because there wasn't like a big cut to their bottom line. I was actually I don't really think there's a big cut to their bottom line anyway. Yeah, that's, I think, and that's my interpretation. The, the thing is I hated, that this is for shareholders and everybody. Money is yeah. very smart about these Being things. Moaning about no, it. as much 100%. as I, as much as my simple brain and <laughs> it gets fuzzy when math is involved right but, you know and macroeconomics and all that but correct me if I'm wrong the way I've always understood it and this was a gathering storm forever with ESPN is that when you buy when you have cable or satellite you know at this point you it is it is a part of it is not your ability basic as, package so, right your basic package I am going to get blank satellite provider you do not get to choose hey can I add in ESPN it's in whether you want it or not yeah it's bundled and it's bundled certain, it and amount. bundled, meaning that you're paying an extra. I think it. What? What is it? Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Yeah. Six. I thought it was three fifty. I it's think six. It, no, I think it's eight bucks because you have to eight buy them all. Bucks. ESPN it, two is also it, part of basic. Uh, and I think ESPN I six. To, before, it's two more for two. So before I worked in the on-air capacity, I worked in a strategy capacity for right. Disney, and then I transitioned from Disney over to ESPN, and it, and that's how I made the move to on air but so in in that the bundling pro the bundling includes actually you pay for disney junior disney xd freeform which is abc family and all of the espns and it's approximately six so that's not nearly as much i thought it was much but less then you than have that. to remember then they Whoa. just paid for a very expensive nba contract nfl rights are right. very expensive and it was really sad to see like you know that they you kind of saw them well that and, and may i just to, just to, to yeah. bring that everybody up to speed who doesn't uh, maybe follow this is uh you know the networks, the the, the CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, of course, ABC don't don't Disney. get they don't get additional dollars. They do, <laughs> but, it, but it's a fraction. Though, it's, right? a fra- it's, it's a fraction. It's a fraction. It's like of pennies the $8, now. Right? Yeah, it's it's pennies now. The the way the model changed. So that's why yeah. people remember a decade ago, eight years ago, people would people's jaws were dropped. Why would ESPN be able to outbid? 
you know, ABC for, for NBA and everything else because they're because they are inherently making with each person who is. Who so they get money from they get slash. money from cable and they get money from the ads that they show on the TV, whereas ABC, Fox, the big networks, they really only get money from the and, ads that they sell. They and now the double whammy is more, yeah. now as this happens and their value drops now, those satellite providers will presumably well, say, well, no, we're not eight dollars. Forget they're six dollars, whatever. Well, was. What? we're dropping that that fee that people are are paying right i mean it's so, not, so not going to stay it, at six dollars if that's what it is in now, the future no but like things are the, things are negotiated and then renegotiated and the problem is that like it used to be so the total cable landscape footprint in the united states 110 homes that's for network television the abc's the fox the the nbc's cbs then for for tier one cable it used to be 99 million or so approximately 100 million and now that number has significantly declined the uh, you mentioned the the rights fees that they pay, and I guess just I think the best way to maybe create it for for the listener if they don't know already, they probably do. Everybody, it, that's what's so funny is people consume sports. People business are so now. Are very sad. Very people, I love when people are worried about you know well, before the NBA, we used, NBA doesn't want that matchup. Right. that'll hurt rate. What do you care? Exactly. Chuck? But no, um, but I, I think I, I think the best way to put it into context is probably the of all the layoffs they made. Right, just just aggregate those salaries, and I would imagine it'll probably come out to maybe five minutes yeah, of right. a Monday Night Football game, right? Maybe yeah. a quarter of an NBA yeah. game. Just to put it, so it's it's really because the the share price is struggling, and yeah. everybody. And remember, ten years ago, when they acquired ABC, and they what was the what was the narrative? Oh, they this is a savvy move because they got ABC for ESPN. That's right. why Disney made right. the deal, and ESPN is the cash cow. And now that you know they're down what some 12 million subscribers i think is what the number is yeah they're may I trying slow, but, to put but a face here's on. what it is we're kind of it we're slowly creeping towards that time where we transform from cds to itunes but but in tv it's never going to be as fast because there's a lot more infrastructure in place and a lot more but like you have to have internet in in your house wi-fi that you could you know piecemeal it together and not everyone has that yet and like so the the infrastructure won't allow it to be this like cd to itune transformation as quickly as the music industry saw it but we're starting it's taking to a that little now. bit slower than i thought it would i remember literally a decade ago but if you think about simmons i remember talking to sports guy simmons and and him saying, oh it's gonna be a few years before people standardly are listening to podcasts in their car and i said oh no no that's it i i think you're yeah. being conservative but, and in yeah. fact he's proven right yeah. you know he's a, yeah. i think it was no, it's 100 right that was it wasn't until what three, two, three. That's about ago two years ago. People started yeah. to really right. catch on with that. But anyhow, anyhow, yeah. I mean, first of all, yeah, MVP is bored by this. She yes. Anyway, and said sports business. My last, my last, just to put a bow on this really quickly. It's very sad when you know the people, but I actually sure. think it's going to be a better opportunity for a lot of people in the long run because really, because I think that a lot of the people who they get they they're not saying like goodbye, we're not paying you anymore. They honor they have to honor their contracts. It's a legal document, so they'll be able to op- have this opportunity to take some time. So it sucks short term but I think that you know they'll get into better I'll say uh, yeah and I'll add that first of all people are weird when they celebrate people getting fired oh yes they are and if you're celebrating people getting fired you deserve to be punched that's weird and also if you think I'm making fun of anybody else I see I go the other way from you my glass is uh, is half empty on that it's a trickle down if that happens to ESPN then obviously percent yes Yes. that doesn't happen in a vacuum now those people are out looking for jobs wonderful uh, I'll see you it's a bad it's my a key sad card's day. not working anymore. I've been by the way, I want to say I've been fired twice in my life. Once I was fired by ESPN and when I was shown the door, it was done by a guy whose next job 
was as a medium, and he went his next job yes. after he got fired. <laughs> he went on yes, to be was. a medium and went and, and actually would do readings at parties for you. And I really wanted to hire him to do some readings at yep. uh, at a party because that would have been fun. But that didn't happen. But the grade, I mean, you want to talk? I hate to be a one upper, but I'm going to do it now. Getting fired, it stinks. It's embarrassing. It's you know you feel uh, all alone and all that. But I defy you to get fired in favor of Danny Bonaducci. And that's what be, I was. It's going to be tough to beat that. I was fired on purpose. A company, some people got together and were like, you know what? Let's get rid of Damashek and bring in Danny Bonaducci. What we Who's need Danny is a, Bonaducci? a man that wears too much cologne and dresses like a pirate. That's Who's what this Danny Bonaducci? <laughs> Do I, should I Google him? You don't know who Danny Bonaducci is? No, I don't I know mean, who that is. Partridge family. Danny Bon, little little Danny Bonaducci with the, the red hair and freckles. Broadcasting talents of uh, a true talent, <laughs> a true talent. <laughs> I got fired for Danny Bonaducci. Beat that people who just got fired for all of time. I win or lose. It does make for a great story. It does. And when I sit down now. with prospective employers, it does make for a great story. Like, well, I mean, I you know how many people, how many human beings can claim that they lost <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wanted this guy more. All right, let's get back to the draft. All right, now. here we go. Handsome. What do we got? Like fired? five minutes left? I haven't been. Uh, I was kind of fired once. <laughs> That's really? Tim. Yeah, from from a job that <laughs> I didn't want to. I just didn't show up anymore. And then they're like, kind of fired, fired yourself. I like, eh, I kind of expected yeah. that. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was working on the, so on the shop floor. Yeah, I was like shop two, floor. Yeah, I was like two months in. I I was a rug. I, I sold. How many rugs. jobs have you had in your and life? This was when I was like eighteen years old, and I, uh, I I had finished school, and I was about to go to college, and I was told, right, go find a job, earn some cash, and I did it for about two months during like the Christmas type season, and they put me on rug sales, and my entire job was like they had a stack of rugs, almost the same height as me, and some incredibly rich person would say, I want to look at the, the one second from the bottom and I would have to flip back <laughs> all these goddamn rugs, like keep going like, forever and ever. And then, and then, and then they'd be me? like, and then they'd that be like, one? yeah, no, I don't like it. And then you'd have to flip all the rugs back again and go, how about the one three quarters of the way down? Actually, I kind of like that one. Can you go back to that one? It's like, no, I can't anymore. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I just didn't show go. up any longer. Your rug salesman is incorrigible. He's refusing to show me second from the bottom. Uh, that was pretty much how it went. That's right. Yeah. Emma VP is now yelling. All right. To the draft. To the Fine. draft. I want to say that I thought one of the – I thought Philadelphia was great. I thought it had great energy. It was fun. But I do think that the people of Philadelphia – kind of have veered now into self-parody, thanks to, in part, Commissioner Goodell. Let's just take a quick listen to what Goodell and uh, he tag-teamed with Drew Pearson to kind of embarrass the, the Eagles fans. You're even booming, so. <laughs> hey, you thank the fans. I was thanking you guys. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. They're booing, in other words, Goodell cleverly got the Philadelphia Eagles fans to boo themselves. Not done, though, booing themselves. Drew Pearson taunted them a bit. I want to thank the Eagle fans for allowing me to have a career in the NFL. Thank you. And on behalf of the five-time world champion Dallas Cowboys, Hall of Fame owner Jerry Jones, Team Jones and the Jones family, Coach J. 
players that played before me, that played with me, and played after me with the second pick and the second, the 60th pick in the second round. The Dallas Cowboys select defensive back from Colorado, Chidobi Awuze. I, you know, once you start, first of all, Drew Pearson should be in the Hall of the Fame. Best. A lot of people don't know who he even is at this point. If you ask people who are 25, they've never even heard of Drew Pearson until that moment. But trust me, he was a great uh, NFL wide receiver for the great Dallas Cowboys of the 70s. But um, once you are booing yourselves, now you have been been turned into by the commission into a punchline and Drew Pearson is now doubling down and having you boo while he taunts you with his many rings while you still have none when are you going to stop with this business Philadelphia it is not a great I get it it's a funny kind of a thing to be known for but when you actually cross the line into people who when when People, free agents, are considering signing with one of your favorite professional sports teams and like, oh, hey, Philly's not for everybody. It's a tough sports town. The radio guys will destroy you if you're not mentally tough. Are you really helping your situation? Well, remember when fans? Carson Wentz got out of the uh, – remember Carson Wentz went to Philly and he steps out of the, the suburban to, to go into the facility and there's like Philly fans there booing him. You better be ready. You better be ready, Wentz. It's like, wait a minute. This is this is the guy that your team this just traded up for. Why, like, why is this are you useful? heckling him? How is this helpful? Yes. Same goes for you, New York fans. And now Chicago fans boo Mitch Trubisky. What are you thinking? It has nothing to do with Mitch Trubisky. That he is not force a, them to do the deal. Why, why people – because it goes back to my – you know, the human condition requires everybody feels essential. Everybody has to be important in the process. And this allows an Eagle fan to feel important that they can weigh and boo their own guys and make them feel bad about themselves. But ultimately, it's not really helping your team's uh, success. It's not really hurting them either, though. I disagree. When you scare a guy to leave the city, like, oh, this is, I don't want to deal with this. Oh, it'll be much breezier yeah. if I go out to San Diego and just, I'll just go play. I can for agree the it does not help. I'm going to go definitely to, does not I'll help. go play for the Padres. Nobody will care. It'll just be fine. I'll slip under the right. That uh, some guys like that better. And therefore you don't want to be booing guys who are susceptible to that. I still think their paychecks cash, right? Like it, they do they clear. The team, don't you, you know, be a like, cynic. Unless they're the uh, Phoenix Coyotes, then they may not. Then they may not. <laughs> Otherwise <laughs> those checks in fact will clear. Right. All right. I mean, Emma uh, VP. What's important to get to? Yeah. What do you want us to hit here? We got five minutes. You want to talk about some more teams? Sure. Okay. What uh, What else? Who was the loser of the draft? We've discussed the Bears, so we can skip over them. That who was do a you, clear loser. Who do you feel did a poor job in the draft? And I guess we should try to stay um, a little focused on the higher rounds because those are the guys, generally yeah. speaking, that are going to make the impact, as history would uh, would indicate. I mean, I love the – as I said already, if you watched him play at all, he didn't get a ton of targets in uh, – in at Bama, but O.J. Howard appears to me to be the real deal. I liked him. Um, we t- discussed the L.A. Chargers, who I now think vault themselves ahead of the Rams in the battle for the hearts and minds of Angelino I got one pro for football fans. I got one for you. Um, actually, I got two for you. I don't like what the Rams did, and I don't like what the Chiefs did. They're both right here on this page. Um, I thought Alex – you know, I thought that if you're the Chiefs and you're that close – and you can certainly fill holes to put you over the top. Why are you drafting a quarterback? Why are you trading up to draft a quarterback that doesn't just have bad footwork, has no footwork? And I understand that, and obviously if I'm going to bet on one coach, 
figuring out one of these guys, it's Andy Reid. And Pat Mahomes has a giant arm, and he seems very likable, and he's a great leader. And, I mean, it just speaks to how good he is that Davis Webb was at Texas Tech. And old Kingsbury's like, yeah, sorry, Davis. I know you've been great here the last couple of years, but this Mahomes kid is really something. So uh, have fun at Cal. Um, but, but, by it, the way, Andy I mean, Reid has done – his two best QBs that he's worked with are obviously Donovan McNabb, Alex Smith, but he's, he's done good work with even – Detmer, that's what and I mean. Feely, so I, I'm and so on. Up, but it just seems like this is good for this home. is not a this no, is not a young say, team. Like, no, yeah. I would say, but if you're even if you're going to do it, the, the other thing I would say is Deshaun Watson right. seems like the more natural Andy Reid guy to me. But but, yeah, but I get I your know. point. No, I, I think no, I think it's more. I think uh, Mahomes is like Brett Favre. I mean, if you really not saying that he's going to be Brett Favre, but if you want to think about what Brett Favre was, he was a. You know, an ad-libbing, gunslinging, giant arm, tons of moxie quarterback. That's that's what Pat Mahomes is. There's no footwork there. He doesn't even uh, like that. Off platform, yes. all the time. And, right? That's but, a nice but man, he can throw the freaking football over the mountains. Also, so, like, you know that. But but again, if you're the Chiefs, you're close. I mean, you are close. Why? Why I are you trying up to get a quarterback? Had, I think they've had a like. I think they and they, Pasignan. It's like okay, if you're gonna draft a kid out of Villanova, when you watch him, he sure as hell better jump off the screen, and that just wasn't necessarily there with him. So that's I think I like the Kareem round. Hunt pick though. Yeah, I yeah. like the Kareem Hunt the pick. The Kareem but, Hunt pin, pick is really uh, that's a really solid pick. To me, I think maybe they kind of think like okay, well we're close, so let's think about our future, and our future might be you know. Patrick Mahomes, if if you can give him a year to develop under Andy Reid and like really I, not have him, I do, do think like right. That, that's I think you can look at it that way that we're really yeah. close. But I mean, they're, we're but really, they're, but they're are old. they that close? They've got nobody on the outside. I mean, you you mean to tell me if you tra- you can't? Is it impossible that that I, Mahomes takes snaps for the Kansas City Chiefs in 2017? I, mean, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah not with the I limited amount of time they're allowed to work with those too. kids. If they're he's going to need so much work. If they're but if they're in one of those and they Andy Reid's teams have got have been in that position where they're you know they're kind of you know they're three and three or whatever in a competitive division and I mean I think what is clear is I think Alex Smith can get to a Super Bowl we've seen that he's a Kyle Williams uh punt return to fumble away right. from getting to a Super yeah. Bowl but if you and and that the Chiefs roster is pretty close to Super Bowl ready, but I also I, I I hate to to keep cherry picking the back-to-back plays against the Steelers in the divisional round, but there were a couple plays where they had Artie Burns rookie singled up on the left side, and and Andy Reid dials it up two in a row. Go go at him, throw it into the end zone. He didn't come anywhere close yep. to to Macklin, and then uh, and and then the Hill there, and that really is an indictment. You need the guy to make a play, but and I don't that think is Mahomes the is going to be the one that solves that problem in year maybe, one. Not maybe, 2017. Maybe. I'm just I saying that think, I, right. Alex Smith is probably not in a conference in 2017 that includes Brady, the Steelers built the way they are now, the Texans constructed as they are. Uh, Raiders charge. I don't think the I, Chiefs are going to a Super Bowl in but 2017 defensively, anyway. Defensively, they're elite. Ex- yeah, they I mean, are, they so, are I mean, elite. The Jay Howard replacement is not right. Here. Like, that's the thing I'm Like, you could have gotten a really nice exactly. replacement for Jay Howard with that first pick. I mean, yeah, he's visiting the Bears this week. But so, free agent, just not on the Chiefs. So. Fascinating division to me. And there are a couple that fit this based on if you look at the division as a whole and what they uh, did in the draft. Uh, one is the AFC South. 
that you have now all of a sudden this influx of presumably high-end talent. The Jags get Leonard Fournette. The offensive line is still going to be the issue, and Blake Bortles maybe gets a little too beaten up for how bad that O-line has been there. I might have gone, in fact, O.J. Howard. A lot of people were projecting that. I think that might have been more helpful in the short term. But either way, that defense ain't jive. So anyway, the offense should be a little bit better now. With Fournette, yeah. With Fournette, of course. I, I, I don't think he's your rookie of the year, though. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey over him um, in that Jags off. I mean, in that uh, Panthers, Panthers offense. Um, Deshaun Watson, of course, to the Texans. If he does, I, who knows if he will? But if he can, if he can solve that in, uh, sooner rather than later, and I would. I mean, this this jive about Rick Smith and other GMs around the league announcing, no, 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 uh, John Fox, no, Mike Glennon's our starting quarterback. Like, it's not Memorial Day yet, Coach, and how many examples of this in the 21st century? What, is that supposed to ease the nerves? How many times have we seen, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm trying to think of an example Tons. now. Uh, Flynn, yeah, I mean, a number of guys, right. obviously. But the, the rookie, the first-round yeah. rookie QB ends up uh, getting snaps Which in his one, first season. And, and they're happen? ready to go right now. What's what do you, that? you think is more likely to happen? You think, I, I love this question, Mitchell Trubisky starts starts a game or Jay Cutler? Or who? Unsigned, currently unsigned Jay Cutler. Because you can't you can't convince me. There's nothing you can do to convince me too. that there's 20 quarterbacks better than Jay Cutler. I I'm I'm holding out hope that the Jags come to their senses if as I were, it gets closer and closer. Like we got to bring somebody. See if I were this, the this ain't if, right. if I were the Texans, I mentioned this when they drafted Deshaun. I would I would sign Cutler. Yeah, with that, that way you do I wanted because the Deshaun to get he he does need time. I mean he especially if Bill O'Brien is going to continue to call offense the way he calls offense, Deshaun is going to have a steep learning curve and I would not want to put him out there that early for a team that has Super Bowl However, aspirations with that defense and I know oh just take care of the ball give it to Lamar Miller look at what Bill O'Brien did with in one year with I understand he's not playing right now but Christian Hackenberg when he was in his first year at Penn State when he had Bill O'Brien as coach and so young and he made this like from the first game and it, it was like whoosh, like this kind of like he still I understand had those accuracy college, issues. He still had really bad interceptions. Like year. I never no, 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 got no, 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 the whole no. hack. And he didn't play. Thing. He didn't play for. A th- he only played for him for one year. Then right. he switched coaches. But I'm saying. I guess my point is, I think that the learning curve will be really like he'll be like wow. This see, like I, I I know that it, and it's stupid for me to buy into it. But when I look at Mahomes, obviously Alex Smith is the starter there. I mean they've won double digit games since Andy Reid got there with Alex Smith. Obviously, Mike Glennon is going to be the starter. They're giving him $16.5 million, and it's probably in their best interest. Obvious. See, I do. I just uh, – I think that the beginning To me, it's season, just common sense. It's, I think it's like six games and then – Well, no, I mean, wait. I'm talking to start the oh, season. It, I'm not okay. speaking to like got a it, Russell Wilson comes out of nowhere as a third-round rookie and takes the job um, from what's his name? From Matt, touchdown Matt Flynn. G's, or from Matt, Matt Flynn. Flynn. Exactly, yep. from Matt Flynn. Um, I don't see that. Ha- but I think in the case of the Texans – I mean, you're really going to go with Tom Savage? Like, that's really – I mean, if you're J.J. Watt. That's really what you're going to do? Right, that's exactly that's right. That's why I would J. sign J. Cutler, Watt, bring Cutler in, right. let him start, and if things get bad, then you can bring Deshaun in. But give him all that time to get up to – Same so, thing. So if you're Calais you, you Campbell, saying? like, I came over first. here to Jacksonville, and this, you're going to keep you're gonna keep uh, doing right. – Okay, so looks it. Lousy Mitchell Trubisky or Jay Cutler? That's a good question. Depend uh, Say, to start on. the season or no, at all? who starts first? Who plays first? There's who only one. There's only first. one starting job open. I mean, in the Trubisky NFL, will start if they're not if they're not in line for a playoff start in December. Yeah, I mean, they'll, Cutler they'll play and the kid. They'll, Cutler they'll, and Kaepernick are signing backup deals now, unless it's the Texans. Or that the is the only. Jets, that or, is the only. Let's say the Jets have McCown. You know, the I think Jags. they'll be, end up being the. I also think the Jags. I st- I, I'm. I'm 
going to. No, I just mean starting jobs that could be available for Jay Cutler. I think there's I only think one. I think that one. You think the Jags could be open week one starting job? I Jay think. Cutler. I mean, they're not going to do it on uh, Labor Day, but if if they, you know, if if they because the book on him is, and the, they know it in the building, it's not a secret anymore that that. Blake Bortles has struggled for whatever reason to not completely absorb what they want to do right. offensively. If they, if a new regime in there sees those old traits still there, then they might say, "Listen, this team is a lot, but is built to to compete right now. It's unfair to the rest of the roster to do this." Want to hear my like um, sort of? Let me say one more thing. Yeah, yeah. Titans though they add the three pieces in the passing game. Marcus yep. Mariota now, and plus, remember how they could bang you last year on the ground. Now you think about uh, you. You now give them some some weapons like that, and Mariota now trying to get the ball to a guy in uh, in Corey Davis who's whose virtue is yards after catch. Now you think about that, you know, if, if you want to, you know, given the way they want to play ball, that seems like a, a perfect fit for that. If he can, uh, you know, turn yep. some, some 10 yard oh, uh, you know, Odell Beckham it, you know, a little bit once or twice uh, yeah. and open things up, you know, on those slants. Yeah. So, I mean, Corey Davis is like, he did have a few drops, I think 11. I think he led this receiver class in drops, but once he had his hand on the ball, one fumble in three years. That's really? ridiculous. It's like nothing. That's and crazy. and then, by the way, so while the rest of the division zigs, the Colts zag and finally address that defense. So that's an interesting play by them. I think in the AFC North, only because I started with the Steelers. And I don't, have I mentioned that I root for the Steelers? No. Yeah. You do? I do, yeah. That's I'm thing. from Pittsburgh. I'm from, oh, that's why. I'm from that, that area. Did not know that. And that's why I was a little angry earlier about what the caps and but anyway I think that I uh, thought you were just a big hockey fan. No, no, I think Crosby and company will still end up winning that one. But who would I guessed? I think this. You do. I think the Bengals probably had a good draft. I think what they did seems good to me. I, the, the the pick I don't love is the is the first pick, the John Ross pick. I mean he I mean, just the stand next to him. He's smaller than Deshaun Jackson. Man, is he good? I know, but he's Man, smaller. He is not just is fast. He, is this, he did they ever but he's all of his but he's concerns? literally slighter than Deshaun Jackson. I I think they're about. See, it's funny you say that because I I think if not the same, I th- I felt like he's a little bit thicker I mean, than Deshaun. A, yeah, he's small, but I mean he's five. What is he? Five eleven, probably one eighty five. Either way, they have slighter. an they have an overpowering uh, collection now of uh, of offensive talent yeah. to give to the they Red just, Rifle, which who is, just protects them. You know, that's the question. You lose Eitler and Whitworth. I mean, it, it, it was yeah. they. I guess they saw that coming because at least yeah. they they have replacements in house for him. But they but. I mean Pittsburgh. I didn't. I don't know. We'll see with T.J. Watt. I don't know why I'm so skeptical. I'm going off of the opinions of Bucky Brooks and uh, Daniel Jeremiah and the rest there. But I certainly love the James Conner thing out of sentimentality that and also great. practicality too. I mean he's a banger. You know he I mean, he's good. He's not. He, it's not yep. like oh, this will no. be this will go over big in uh, in Pittsburgh if we do no. this kind of move there. And I like Juju too. Yep. Throwing him into the yep. mix. Um, young kid there and talk about. If Martavis Bryant, if he's ready, handsome, what if? Let's just let's have fun. Just, just keep the Twitter well, war going. Why don't huh? you t- just tell, keep it up there, yeah. pit receivers. Keep it going. Clearly humbled by his yeah. last keep year it going. of life. He's, <laughs> his reaction is to taunt his teammates. <laughs> ain't going to be taking for me. Sammy Coates. What ain't going to be for me? But just, I mean, just, I mean, what if he, what if, what if? What, t- you, normally, what if? Your, your it's uh, May 2nd. Your expertise May, May 2nd. is that I you can know. pick the, the Steelers 
uh, record each year. Where I mean, I'm not ready. We, you're not ready. I'm yet? not ready. I, I don't play that game, handsome. Don't try and seduce me into giving an answer yet. I have given the Steelers. For those, what, what's it, the uh, science you're waiting on? I have to. I have injuries and such. For I'm not going to do that uh, until after Labor Day. That's not coming anytime soon. That are familiar with Los Angeles radio. Sheck Steeler projections are Michael Thompson esque as it relates to the Lakers. You know what I think? I think they could go 70 and 12 this uh, year if things break the right way. Emma VP. <laughs> Please remind Matt Money Smith of Damashek's just insane accuracy when yeah. it comes to the black and gold. Predicting the Steelers' record, a nominee for most overused Sheck bit. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. And it's well no done, bit That's when it's got. dead on. Well done, Emma. It's not funny because it's true. I thought it was it's funny. It's scary because it's true. <laughs> Damashek knows it. It's in my blood. I know exactly. Well, come on, do it then. Do your trick. I don't do it in. I don't do it in spring. Well, I do tell it me where you think. Which way? Where are you? St- where are you headed? I'm not gonna. I have no, nothing. Not you just asked us to imagine. Imagine. If Come Mark on. Davis is healthy, imagine if Juju is you, I mean, you, you claim that this is one of your great skills, but there's only like three days a year you can do it. Doesn't sound like such a great skill. <laughs> <laughs> is it five years in a row, handsome? Isn't it? It's incredible. I want Matt you Money to do Smith. it. Yes. Five years in a row. You've hit it dead on. I have given it on the nose. On the what nose. Is, five years in a row? Yes. Apparently. I mean, well, that's a little bit better than my projection, then. <laughs> and eight and eight, two years in a row. Pretty good. Two years in a row. I good. called eight it's and eight. All right, I stand it's correct. pretty good. Yeah, you, you do, do stand corrected, friend. Friend. You make yeah, a you. compelling argument, and I'm not going to argue with that. Thank you, mean Joe. <laughs> you now are listen. a fan. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> yes, are. Yes, you are. You are a fan. Yes, but you are a fan. Am I biased? No, because if I were so biased, I wouldn't be able to tell you what their record's going to be. So, But Wait, you can't tell us what their record's going to be. Antonio you know Brown, Martavis Bryant. What if Ladarius Green's ready to go? And Eli Rodgers, and Juju, and Le'Veon Bell, and James this Carter. This is the part and a, of the show where top Dave three just started naming line. players. Naming players. Naming. I'm just telling you the firepower. Yelling players. <laughs> yelling like, Steelers players. But Dupree! 138 <laughs> points a game is what the Steelers should should. Sh- sh- Ryan Shazier! Okay, so Another Pitt Panther you didn't give any love to, and I thought we were going to hear about it. The Bills pick, the quarterback. Peterman. I was happy with that. I was happy to the see Bills that, although the sneaky... Bills are such a weird – Nate they're... Peterman! But what they... are they doing with what, – what are they doing at quarterback? They're having, they know... a, they're having a great – they had a good draft. Okay, but I well, listen, I like the Bills and the Dolphins, but Cardell and Nate Peterman. David DeCastro! Are they, are they, what are they going to do with Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> When's Marquise they're going to play. Marquise Ponzi! <laughs> What about Josh? Bo- what about Josh Dobbs though? I don't like the wonky throwing. Uh, Josh Dobbs, shout it! Josh Dobbs, <laughs> dude, dude, Roethlisberger said, you know, he's a human. Ultimately, dude, the dude's got to go. He's gonna walk out into the pasture and be done, dude. And then what? Then what are we gonna be doing? Josh Dobbs now he comes in. Dude's an astrophysicist. But he has a weird throwing motion. True? He's good. Freeland, like he's going to be a good NFL quarterback? He had, I have a good projection for really? him. Really? Yep. You, Money? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Well, no. I hope, you, I hope I'm wrong, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That's it. When you see like I have Deshaun Watson 15 better. players from the Tennessee offense go in the first six rounds, and you're like, it seems like Josh Dobbs should have been throwing the ball a lot more. But they uh, they kept giving it to the running back. They but they did about they went three and a half and yards of carry. <laughs> Eight and four. Oh, Sully. Poor guy.
Um, handsome, you barely spoke this what? whole show. What do you mean? What are you busy on your laptop? No, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> I'm vice presidenting. Don't you know? I David? was listening to you guys. I I could talk to you about all range, all, all manner of things. Is that right? Yeah. Are you excited Excellent. about what the Dolphins did? Yeah, then we kinda, then we have to wrap it up. Kinda, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to upset Emma. And I know money's been here all day. We can talk about it another time. We've got the whole off season ahead of us, stretching stretching forward until. The Hall of Fame. That's I'll true. Give you, I'll give you three words then, Hank. Mm-hmm. Raekwon the chef, baby. I know. Yeah. That's, that's actually four exciting. words. Because I put the baby in. I just love Raekwon the chef. I think it's, it's a great. great name. It's the best. I think it's great. Sometimes Look, boring drafts are the best. It's amazing that it's taken so long for a Raekwon to make it to right? the NFL. Let's just, come on. I say it all. This is going to be something you'll hear handsome over these next okay. few months. Come on, Bills and Dolphins. Come on. For America. For the good of football. Do something. Be competitive. I think they both have Make Tom drafts. Brady they... have to work for it. Let's not just kiss him in in August into one of those top two seeds in the AFC. Let's have him get some actual competition four times from two teams in the division so they don't just roll over the the, the – Six the... and oh in division. Six just, and oh. It's a, you know, may, oh, oh, the Dolphins beat them. Oh, they're competitive with them. Oh, they went five and one. In the... How about a real test for Brady and there. company? Yeah, really Ooh, <laughs> right, we have more to talk number? about. All right. Fortunately, we have nothing but uh, real estate. Jesse yeah. James. <laughs> you know what else I want to do? We have to talk about uh, Landry Jones. <laughs> Make your fun. Nobody's going to be laughing. No. The Steelers going to be laughing. Average 138 points a game. Uh, that I will not laugh. That, at. That'll yeah, be that wildly be entertaining. That would be fun to see. Wouldn't wildly it? entertaining. Yes. All right, let's hope it happens. All right, Emma VP, you want me to wrap the show up? You know what, though? Hit the post. Hit the post. I'm not. It's too late. I can't hit the post. I'm not a pros pro like you. Give me the song one more time so I can try it here. All right. So for Matt <laughs> Money Smith, handsome Hank Hodgson, also and co-starring Cynthia Freeland. Yeah. Emma VP, Spaghetti Bartlett, everybody behind the glass, the professor. Somebody back there is hoping for a ring, too. That's all I'm going to say about that. We'll talk about that, perhaps, on the next show. Until then, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200 k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.